You're listening to Financial Sense, the podcast that answers real questions about money and your business, two of the most important topics in your life, recorded and brought to you by National Bank of Arizona, the only bank you need. Hello, I'm your host, Brent Cannon, Executive Vice President and Director of the Community Bank here at National Bank of Arizona. On this podcast, you'll hear from real bankers. My guest today is John Lewis, our Business Banking Manager for National Bank of Arizona. John, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You bet. Today's topic will be just because you can borrow doesn't mean you should borrow. That may sound crazy coming from a banker, but too often in my career, I've watched businesses that had the ability and capacity to borrow turned out that in the long run, they probably shouldn't have borrowed or they should have been much more selective in their borrowings. Have you had, have you ever had experience with businesses in your career where they, where the company had the ability to borrow and you maybe gave them some advice, counsel not to borrow? Yeah, I have. You know, what's interesting with some small businesses is they'll approach it, approach us and say, I want to know how much money I can borrow. Mm. You know, they're always looking for the biggest amount. And it's very important to take the time to sit down with them and say, okay, what, what is this need for? And what is the end result that you can get from this borrowing? Right. And you know, where we've run into problems is where they want to just keep on, on spending and borrowing on things that aren't going to result in, in cash flow. Right. You know, often you hear the argument for borrowing that it's that, you know, you can take your effective tax rate from from the the dollar of earning and and therefore it's a tax savings. Well, true, but it also comes with a little thing called a promissory note. That's right. Right. That is right. So the two two things are going to happen if when you make that purchase, either you're going to deplete some liquidity because you're going to buy it with cash right. or else you can get a loan and that payment doesn't go away. Right. Even though you save a little bit of money on taxes. Um, that payment won't go away um, for quite some time. So what are, what are some of the reasons that small businesses often uh, obtain debt? Tell me some of the uses that they're out there getting debt for. Uh, a lot of it is to support growth mm-hmm. or expansion. Um, we see quite a bit where people are looking to buy their own real estate, um, so they're not having to lease anymore. But a lot of equipment, uh, a lot of um, uh, inventory, uh, inventory, yep transportation equipment, et cetera, assets generally that they need to grow their business, uh, businesses will, will obtain loans to, to, to fund those, the asset growth. Yep. But they'll also use funds to support their company, working ca- known as working capital loans. Yep, yep, absolutely. So have, tell me in your experience or tell us about a, a time when you've met with a company or worked with a company that, that seem to have more of an affinity for growing their assets than growing their revenue. Yeah, and I, I have seen that over time where people become – I don't know if it's infatuated or, or they, they like the fact that they can buy these new new pieces of equipment. I right. think that's a good example where sometimes people see the new equipment, you know, oh, I can, I can go out and buy this equipment. It's going to make things more efficient. It's going to, at the end of the day, it's going to save some money. Um, but sometimes I've noticed that they get uh, focused on buying that new equipment right. rather than the end result. Right. What's, what's interesting is... I think what businesses really need to keep in mind is is although they may be in a period of, of top line or revenue growth today and things are looking really good, the, the the major mistake that so many small businesses make is they they believe that that trend line is going to always continue upward. 
And any business that came through the last recession or recessions before that um, and, and survived know that that's just simply not the case. So if you just kind of think of it in terms of, 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 of like this, if you understand your revenue and ultimately your earnings are going to have some variability and volatility, when you place fixed payments like big big loan payments that are fixed in, until the loan is paid off, uh, when you place that on the business, there is an added element of risk. Yeah, absolutely, because it's it's always going to be there. Right. You know, even if, if revenues drop, less contracts, less, less uh, customers, that right. payment's not going away. Right. And so you have to be prepared for They have to build in some cushion. Right. You know, I think it's important to, to remember that that cushion needs to be there and that those assets are really going to help pay pay you back. Speaking of the cushion, uh, to the loan uh, to the loan specifically, you know, we have a term in the business called loan to value, and and generally speaking, on a piece of equipment, uh, we have some margin or uh, uh, equity or cash amount that the business owner will put. Down, you know, whether it's an equipment purchase uh, or a land purchase or a building purchase, and we'll ask them to put some of their own equity slash cash into the deal. Why do we do that? Uh, a couple of reasons. I, the one of the main things I look at first is that it shows that you're you have a vested interest. You, you're confident in yourself that you're going to be successful in what you're doing. Right. You're putting uh, yourself on the line in addition to the bank being put on the line. I think that first and foremost for me, I think that's important. Right. Secondly, we're we're obviously more comfortable when we have a loan that is secured by some type of collateral, and if we're end up in a position where we have to take that collateral back at some point in time, we want to have a little bit of cushion because. If we're selling it, it's probably going to be sell for less than what what it would be on the regular market. Right. So really, it, when we when we look at a business and the overall risk profile of a business, we, we oftentimes will provide some advice to a business owner that 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 hopefully helps them keep a balance between debt and equity, mm-hmm. and uh, and then also specifically beginning to build up cash reserves. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think of one specific example where I have a client that came to me, I would say it's about uh, six years ago, Mm. and we started working together, and this business was growing at that point in time. Their revenues were around $8 million, and they kind of explained what their their goal was, and we sat down, we sent specific financial measures that we wanted to see them achieve to be able to retain that liquidity to grow their balance sheet. Right. And over time, because of that discipline, that that client has grown their revenues from $8 million, where they would probably be about $40 million this year. And their balance sheet is in, a, in very good shape, where if they wouldn't have had that discipline initially, they probably would have a lot of debt that would have made it a lot more difficult for them to grow. Wow. That's a really, really good uh, story and, uh, and really... I think provides a great set, a great template for for businesses that are in in growth mode and the importance of really maintaining the equity side of the balance sheet. Yep. And, and of course, that means really managing the debt side. Yeah, he'll so, be very to be very disciplined to be able to do that. You know, John, talking about this concept of just because you can borrow doesn't mean you should. Um, are there any industries or types of businesses that you've seen in your career that are more uh, that have a greater affinity to buying what they don't need? Yeah, I think there's a couple of good examples. One of the things that comes to me is contractors. You know, c- construction's a asset-heavy business. It takes takes assets to be able to get get projects done. Right. But in the contractor world, I think there's been times as bankers where we've driven around a 
a lot, and there's a lot of yellow iron mm. sitting out there. That's just kind of, contractors you know, love their yellow iron. That's right. right. They've they've accumulated over time, and they want to keep on buying more. And sometimes for good cause, but other times it seems like that they can just keep on wanting to borrow because they have the ability to borrow to get more and more of that of shinier equipment. Right. Um, secondly, I, I think a lot about a lot of uh, physicians that I've worked with over the years who have the capacity to borrow because they have a nice income stream. And so then they de- decide to use that capacity to go and borrow against something that's not necessarily related to their their business. Practice. Yeah. And that can be dangerous because they're they're paying for something that's not giving them any return and sometimes something that they're not, they don't have an expertise in. So it makes it kind of difficult. Yeah. It really goes to having a vision and staying, staying clear on what you're trying to do as a business owner. And in this case, in a doctor's example, that's really, really important. And when, when you start financing and, and leveraging uh, many other types of businesses, uh, then it becomes pretty pretty difficult if if times aren't always um, as great as they are today. Yep. So I, I think as we look and work with clients and look at their financial statements to to see what's happening, you'll see on from the contractors you'll see a, a growth within their assets um, with quite often correspondingly also their liabilities are increasing. All right. And sometimes it gets to a point where their liabilities just are never going down because they continue to get more and more of this equipment and more debt. And so it's a good opportunity to sit down and, and discuss that and identify, you know, what the true need is. So on this, uh, this topic, so interesting to me, you know, just because you can borrow doesn't mean you should. How do you have some, how do you have those difficult conversations with a business owner who has capacity and uh, is is just absolutely sure that that's the right decision. I mean, how do you, uh, you have any stories or, or examples of having some of those tough conversations? Because you know, egos ego can play a big part of this. Yeah, absolutely it can. I, I was uh, back visiting an area that I, I worked in previously a, a month or so ago, and uh, a client was there, and he said, "Hey, are you being nice today?" And I said, "Yeah, I'm being nice today." And he said, "Remember that time we sat down and you just told me I just need to pay all this stuff off?" And and I said, "Yeah, you know, it was that it was that time. You know, it was going through the recession. It was a difficult times." And and he, he laughed and said, "Oh, you just make sure you're nice to people today." And and I we still have a great relationship That's with great. him. It was a tough time to get through that. He probably helped him save his business, to be honest. Yeah, it, it sometimes. Business owners, it's their blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, they right. have everything they have into this thing. And having a uh, another perspective is helpful sometimes. Right. And as we develop strong relationships between banker and customer, then you can have those candid those candid conversations without um, having being offended by each right. other. So Yeah, I think that's I think that's what we bring to the table, right? Yeah. At National Bank of Arizona providing a personal relationship and really truly caring about the businesses and people that we we have the opportunity to work with. And this is one of the ways we do it. We have tough conversations. Yeah. And oh by the way, conversations that don't necessarily help us uh, drive our revenue, which Anybody who understands a bank knows that we make loans, we collect deposits, and we make loans. That's effectively banking, and 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 we make money on the spread. And so, when we're saying to a small business, "Hey, maybe you shouldn't 
borrow this money. Maybe you should use a cash reserve or just hold off. Uh, that doesn't necessarily help us in the short run, but we're not about the short run. We're, we're, really, we, we're, we're with these small businesses for the long term. That's absolutely right. We want to see them have success many years from now, not right. worried about doing a loan for them today. That's right. It's about helping them grow and, and be successful. You know, not only kind of taking it from the business owner running their business and preparing it for the future, but, but also this really plays into the whole concept of building transferable value. Yeah. You know, if when a when a business comes in and is fully leveraged, uh, that that and and the revenues are growing and maybe earnings are even doing well. At the end of the day, businesses more times than not are worth what they earn as opposed to what they have on their on their balance sheet. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. That that's that's so important. And what they're earning, and then they're also keeping their leverage low. Um, just recently, we had a request come in. It's a company that has banked with us for ever since I've been at the bank. And so I've seen these people work extremely hard to get where, they, where they're at today. And I've seen them decrease their debt and get in a really good position. So today, they're nearing retirement. They have a, a company that's basically debt-free and still has good cash flow. And so they're going to be able to sell that business and be able to have a very nice retirement and allow a new business owner now to come over and run that business. That's great. That's that's. Boy, those are the kind of success stories that it's are fun to be a part of as a banker. In fact, I don't know about you, John, but for me, that's really why I've stayed in banking for now north of 30 years is to get to be a part of so many small businesses and their success, albeit, uh, you know, a small part there. The businesses out there are building the businesses and, and which is, but it's sure fun to watch and be a part of. Yeah, definitely the most exciting part of the job. It's so so great to be able to take part of that with the client and see them have success. It's it's why I do what I do. All right. So you're hearing it today, folks, two bankers that are saying just because you can borrow doesn't mean you should. Uh, but in all seriousness, take a hard, long, hard look at how you're financing your balance sheet. And, uh, and don't always assume that the trend lines are going up. Be prepared for uh, the rainy day and uh, your business will thank you for it in the long run. Thanks, John. Thanks. If you liked what you heard today, please subscribe. And as always, follow us on social media and feel free to leave comments, ideas that we can use for future podcast topics. All price references and market forecasts correspond to the date of this recording. The podcast should not be copied, distributed, published, or reproduced in whole or in part. The information contained in this podcast does not constitute research or recommendation from any Zions Bank Corporation NA entity to the listener. Neither Zions Bank Corporation NA nor any of its affiliates makes any representation or warranty as to the accuracy or completeness of the statements or any information contained in this podcast and any liability therefore, including in respect of direct, indirect, or consequential loss or damage is expressly disclaimed. The views expressed in this podcast are not necessarily those of Zion's Bank Corporation N.A., and Zion's Bank Corporation N.A. is not providing any financial, economic, legal, accounting, or tax advice or recommendations in this podcast. In addition, the receipt of this podcast by any listener is not to be taken as constituting the giving advice, investment, or otherwise by Zion's Bank Corporation N.A. to that listener, nor to constitute such person a client of any Zion's Bank Corporation N.A. entity. Copyright reserved by Zion's Bank Corporation N.A. National Make of Arizona, a division of Zion's Bank Corporation N.A. member FDIC.